Okay, morning, gentlemen. Well, the animal fell in the pit. Okay. Oh, I left the phone. I have some pictures. I have some pictures yeah. on my phone. I left it in shul. Oh, okay. Uh, we're at the Mishnah on uh, 25b, the last line. Bechor shenuffel. I'm sorry. Bechor, right. Bechor shenuffel abor. Your firstborn uh, animal uh, fell into the pit. Now, you. Uh, the rule is like this: the firstborn animal is holy. Uh, you can't bring it as an offering. Uh, soon, but right now we can't. So you have to wait for it to get a blemish. Once it gets a blemish, then you could use it. So uh, this animal um, fell into the pit on Yantuf, and um, the uh, animal isn't happy about falling into the pit. <laughs> it's not comfortable. Uh, and uh, you, uh, in the ideal world, you'd want to shech this animal for Yantuf. But the question is, uh, are you allowed to or not? Let's see, Rashi. Yeah. Right. It could be a ditch, know, yeah. Ten, ten fucking, it know, fell into a ditch, it's yeah. For it to get a moon, but it's not yeah. So let's see, Rashi. Bechor shenafel, bechor bezman hazav. A nishket below mum. Can't be shechted without a mum. Nei kachim. Uh, because it's holy, as soon as it's born, it, it breaks the womb, it's holy. Now, if you shecht it before it's blemished, that's a big no-no. So, uh, what's the rush? So, if the animal dies in the pit, uh, it's not going to be good, because then you won't have any value in it. But you'd like to shecht it. But in order to do so, you need permission from the blemish expert. Uh, certain people were, had special smicha in animal blemishes. They had to study, even regular sages, there's one, I think it says they studied 18 months to know all the different animal blemishes. It's the special expertise, a veterinary uh, license to study these blemishes. So you call them up. So, Bechor Shinofa Labor, Rabbi Yudah on Yantuf, you're allowed to make a house call. Yerid Mumcha, call up the Mumcha Vayira and let him look and see. Im Mum, if it's got a blemish, so then no problem. Yalav Yishkat, pick it up, you, and you've got steak for Yantuf. Im Lav Lo Yishkat. If not, then you better not check it. This fell on Yantuf. Yeah. So, in other words, when Yantuf came in, you could uh, not have. We'll eaten. see. We'll see in the Gemara. Yeah. So uh, Rev Shimon says, Kosh yom. If this didn't have a blemish before Yantuf started, oh, then it's not going to be uh, prepared. It's not going to work. So let's see the Gemar. But Mike what's the issue here? We have an argument here, clearly. Uh, what you do, Rev Yehuda said you can make house calls, and uh, Rev Shimon said no. So the, well, that's the argument. So Inema, maybe, but Roy and Mumu can Maybe the issue is, do we make uh, house calls in Yantuf to see blemishes? Yehuda Savar Roin Bamun Yantuf. Yeah, the the veterinary uh, sages are on house call duty on Yantuf. They could see them. Rav Shimon Savar, no, ain't room Yantuf. Now, what would the issue be? The issue would be whether uh, this would be considered like muksa or not. So, if that's true, why do we need a case where it fell in the pit? Lift, lift, Roin Bamun Alma. Let them argue in a case where, just in general, you want to call up. Can you have? Uh, uh, can somebody come to your house and uh, let you shecht your first uh, the firstborn animal? Uh, 
So Gemara answers, I'll tell you what the issue is. Over here, where your firstborn happened to fall in the pit. So I would have thought, well, the animal is really unhappy right now. It doesn't like falling in the pit. It uh, usually hurts its limbs when it falls in the pit, in the ditch. It's usually uh, bad news. We're actually afraid it'll die. So, uh, therefore, because of pain of the animal, I would have thought, let's uh, allow it to be brought up. Uh, and uh, um, See, the problem is that it would be muksa. If you tell me you can't use it, then you just have to leave it in the pit, because it's muksa, because it has no, you can't shecht it. And uh, it can't be, sh- if you can't shecht it, then the animal's muksa. So I would have thought, uh, that maybe uh, we would uh, allow you to pick it up and say, um, you know what, maybe let's pull this animal out and see if we could use it. If it has a blemish, then we'll be able to use it. Kamash Malan, that you can't pull it out unless you get the, the, um, uh, the, the veterinary sage to go, the mumcha, to go down into the pit and make sure there's a blemish before you pull it out. Why is this an issue of uh, Because... Um, uh, we don't know yet if it... Uh, the question is, we don't know if it has a blemish. So I would have thought maybe you could bring it up in case it has. Um, oh, if it doesn't have... It, it, so bringing it out of the pit, out of the boar is the problem? Right, that's right. Oh, uh, the, the, the idea of is that, okay, we're going to like contrive something as an... We're going to make up an excuse. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The animal fell in the pit. Isn't that reasonable? The animal fell in the pit, and until now it was muksa. So, and we don't know if you're going to end up using it. We don't know that it's going to get a heter to be shechted on yantif. So that would be the, the question is, can you say, well, I think it did get a blemish, let me pull it up, we'll call the mukha. Well, but again, isn't that a reasonable problem? Um... I mean, the question is, did it take off the muksa? That's right. right. So the Morris says, uh, It should really say you can't pull it out. That should be the issue. So the Morris said, What happened is, you took it out first and you asked questions later. I would have thought you could do it. You can't. The Morris said, What do you mean, Shekht? It doesn't have a blemish. No, it got a blemish. By Muksu, Umar said, it, it didn't matter if it got it. I mean, it could have gotten the blemish when it fell in the pit. What happened was it had sort of a blemish beforehand, but it might have gotten better. So the case is getting more complicated by the moment. Therefore, <laughs> it's not an issue of Muksu? So, right, correct. So <laughs> if the blemish was going to stay bad, then, then it's good. Then you could check it. But you didn't know. But now that it fell in the pit, it's not getting any better. So, I would say it's not muksa, and you could do it, that you can't. So there's a double issue here. The first one is, you can't shaft it unless it has a blemish. The other issue is, did it have the blemish when Yantav started? Yeah, even in this final go, right, in, this, mm-hmm. in the final thing, right. so before Yomt, if you didn't know, okay, it had a mum. Is it going to go away? Is it not going to go away? Which means you don't know. Right. So that means you can't check it. 
So, in other words, you're still not getting the final clarification until Yamtiv. So, how is this solving anything? You're asking that if it had a temporary, if it had a temporary blemish, so you might, you had in mind that maybe I'll have this animal. That's what I'm saying. It was still a maybe, so you still didn't know. Right. So the question is, does a maybe take off a muksa? I'm saying before yumtiv, could I have used it? Yes or no? So you, you're thinking, you know what? I might be able to use this. So muksa means it's totally off the charts. This I had. This was not on the menu. Uh, non muksa means this animal's got a blemish. Uh, I don't know, but, you know, and, and we have a lot of guests coming. You know, we'll have, we'll take a right better look at. Right now it's muksa, but it might become unmuksa. Right. Is, by the label, you know it's gonna pass. Um, it seems like it's a doubtful mumover. That's what it seems like. Say uh, it has a blemish. You don't know if it'll get better. You know, the doctors can't always predict whether it will or not. And then the animal falls in the pit, and you know, all, it's, it's not going. It's over. <laughs> That's right. It's Very the good. Expert, the expert is going to examine the, uh, the animal. Is he, you know, just look at the distance, or is he allowed one. to move them and move the animal? And in other words, in terms of looks up. Right. That's a good uh, point. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know the and. And it, how, what kind of light does he have down there in the pit? It's pretty dark down there, you know. I kind of see, you know, it should be a big ditch. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. The, uh, in other words, the pit might just be that it's the animal fell down a, a short, you know, 10 fucking, you know, ledge or something. They tripped over something. They tripped over something. Okay. Let's see more on the subject. Before Tom Shinafalabar. Your perfectly healthy firstborn animal fell into the pit. Rabbi Yudah Nasi Omar, Yorin Mumcha, the uh, the expert has to go down, go down in there, the Viyira, and take a look. Im Yeshbo Mum, if it's got a blemish, good news. Yala Viyishka, you can bring it up and check it. Im Lavlo Yishka, Amalo Vishim Bimenasha, Hori Omra, Ain Roin Bumum Yantif. Didn't we say that they, they don't do house calls on Yantif? So Ketzad, no Lidbo Mum, the heir of Yantif. Uh, so what could the case be? So the more explains. No mum the erev yantuf. If it got the bloom, the the mum on erev yantuf, ain revakanos yantuf. We normally don't do house calls and normally don't check the mum on you. No mum the yantuf. But if it got the bloom, the mum on yantuf itself, so rishim and omar ain't zem in a muchen. That the this animal would be uh, would be muksa because when yantuf started, this was not uh, an option. Bishavan, but they do agree, Shim no Ladhu Umuma Imo, that uh, if when the animal was born as a firstborn, it always had a blemish, so Shizau Minamukan, then it would be considered non muksa. That would be Minamukan means that it would be eligible. So we'll see. It, it sounds confusing because there, there's three different cases. Well, it'll become a little more clear in the Gemara. Dorish Rabba Barhuna, no Ladhu Umuma Imo. So he said, if the animal was born with it, it was born with the blemish, he says, then you could go ahead and check it on Yantav because this animal was always scheduled for Shkita. We learned that if you went and checked it, it would be considered okay. We're getting confused. First we say you don't check, and then we said if, if you happen to check. So what's going on here? Do you check or do you not check? Are you allowed to check or are you not allowed to check? So He says he would agree with Rabbi Bahuna. There's three different cases here. 
That's, again, that's why we're getting confused, is because there's multiple cases. What are they? No libo muam erev yantav. So this is a case where it, it got a muam right before yantav. There wasn't time uh, to get the, the specialist there. Ain mevakanos to be So ideally, it's, uh, we, we don't take a look at it on yantav. In this case, really, we don't do it. There, there's no house calls, but if for whatever reason you had an expert there, Shapir uh, dummy, it'd be okay because it had the blemish before Yantif. So, really, we're not into the, the checking business on Yantif. That really, typically, those people are, don't do house calls. But the, it, what happens if you know it had a blemish beforehand, so it technically wasn't muksa, and you happen to have invited one of those people for lunch, and you need some more meat? So then, if it happened, then you can, uh, they can declare it okay. That's, that's how that comes out. It's not lechatkila, meaning it's not how it usually works, but if you happen to be that you have one, and it had the blemish beforehand, you're good. No ledbo mumba yantaf. What about the same case but it got the blemish on Yantif itself. Rav Shimon said, then that's tough. Ain't zem in a muchen. Da'afilu di'evet namilo. There's no, uh, there's nothing you could do because it started off Yantif not, uh, not, not blemished. It wasn't blemished. It wasn't ready. Vahadratani. But then there, we learned the third case. Vishavan, and they all agree, she'im nolad umuma imo, that if the animal was born with it, it was born with a defect. She'zem in a muchen. Da'afilu chazkila nami. That you can even call them up right away. So there's like three cases here. Again, there's a case where it's born with a blemish, where it's like right, it, it almost never gets Kedushas before, pretty much. And then there's an, another case where it gets a blemish before Yantuf, and then a case where it gets a blemish on Yantuf. If it got the blemish before Yantuf, so even though they're not on duty, if they happen to look at it, uh, it's okay. If it got the blemish on Yantuf, then you're out of luck. Those are the three cases. But the Gemara said, when he came, he learned, the, he brought the following b'risa. It says, uh, it doesn't make a difference. Uh, um, they said, no. Uh, that, um, that either way, even B'diyeb would be no good. So the Gemara said, so now, the, the case that we're having a contradiction with, again, everybody agrees if it was born on day one with a blemish, no problem. This animal was good there, pretty much ready to be shechted. And everybody agrees that if it gets a blemish on Yantav itself, when Yantav started, this was not Minamuchan. The issue is, where it got a blemish before Yantav, uh, Bidi Evid, if you can have a look at it. That was before Yantav, you, you, you were pretty sure you were going to be able to use this meat. You just didn't have... The mumpka nearby. So the mumpka happened that you invited him for lunch and he came and you said, I want to show you something, right? You know, and you take him out and he looks at. It. So that's the question. But we have a contradiction. So what are we going to do with the contradiction? Is that okay if it had the blemish before Yantav and you happen to get the mumpka to see it? So the Mora answers, Hahu, it's a funny answer. Um, the one who taught this is a sage named Adabar Ukma. And uh, he always makes mistakes. Who Dimishamish? Meaning that, uh, you know, if he's the one who said it, then you know, he, he always confuses things. Rashi, Adabar Ukmi, it's on the right side. Chacham, it was a certain sage, Shahai Mikirin Bo, Shahai Goris Mishnayis, 
umashkach umishavshin. Everybody knew this guy. He would learn Mishnayis and forget them and confuse them. It's like he said it. That's for sure wrong. <laughs> that's, it's, it's, it sounds like that he learned it, but then he forgot it, and then after he after he forgot it, he got it confused. Maybe like maybe he had dementia later or something. Or, um, but at any rate, uh, uh, we had this contradiction, so we could blame it on him. Uh, Tani, uh, oh, Tani. Omer, use this for everything. <laughs> if he's the one who learned it, yeah, oh, that's Adi Baruchmi. It's a funny name, the word Adi Baruchmi is like the son of the uh, black one or something. Yeah, what? I think Uchmi is, is that black or red? It's a color, like, uh, yeah, but uh, anyway, uh, so, but, um, the Mishnah, Omer, Abnachma, Yisamasisin, Nami, Deka, the Tani, and our Mishnah, uh, if you look at the words, it, it's kind of clear what's the correct text, because it says, Rishimon says, Kosh ain't And it had to be that it wasn't clear Me'erav Yantav. What does it mean, It's not evident. If it has no blemish at all, so of course not. Why does it need to be saying? You didn't get a chance to show it to to the mumka. over. There was a blemish. You just don't know if it was a permanent one or if it was going to get better. But either way, you see that it was not. Uh, if if the animal didn't have the full fledged blemish beforehand, then it's going to be considered muksa. Okay. New question. There are some different girsas here as well um, that make this. Uh, Gomorrah a little challenging, um, meaning the uh, we would have spent a little more time on it with the Rashi's and things, but it, when there's different girsas and there's different opinions and there's a contradiction, it gets the yeah, which Hillel is this? It's a different Hillel. Can't be right. It's a uh, it's an Amora uh, Hillel, yeah, I believe. It has yeah. To be. yeah, I saw somebody spoke that out. Okay, so uh, new question here. Boy, me nay Hillel may Rava. Hillel asked the question for Rava. Yesh muksa lechatsi Shabbos, so ain't muksa lechatsi Shabbos. Can you have half muksa? So uh, that's the uh, that's the question. And I will explain the question. The, the reason we got into this was we had this animal that was unblemished, and then it fell in the pit and got blemished. So the question was maybe I, I understand it was muksa at the beginning of Yatif, but now that it has the blemish, does the muksa come off? Like it, it was a muksa for half of Yatif, and we came out. Or what about if you thought that it wasn't muksa, but you didn't get the expert to look at it yet? And in a certain way, we were trying to take off that muksa status. And so basically we couldn't. But now the more once on that subject, is there such a thing as a temporary muksa? Or muksa for part of the time? And the more is going to explain the case. What is the case? Yesh muksa lakatsi shabo, so ain muksa. Is there muksa for half a shah? Hey, kidam, what's the case? Idiskazi benish mashas. Um... If the animal was not muksa benish mashis, so then it's not muksa. In other words, the rule is always look at the twilight zone, look at benish mashis. That's is the animal muksa? Is it not? There's no such thing as half. So more said, lo I'll tell you the case. It looked good. Animal, the food was edible. And then in the middle of Shabbos, something happened to make it not edible. And then, later on, it got edible again. 
so my. What's the story? In other words, it was non-muksa, became muksa, and then went non-muksa again. So does the muksa come off? If it had been muksa, benish mushes, then I understand it wouldn't come off. But benish mushes, it was non-muksa. Then something happened to put it in the muksa category, and now it became non-muksa. So Amar le, yesh muksa. Why not? It's muksa. Eisve, where is the question? Veshavin, we learned, everybody agreed, shim no lamuma imoshizem and amuchen. If the animal is born with a blemish, it's not considered muksa. Uh, why is it not muksa? Name a high bechor mikara. First, the Gemara, when the animal was born, it's her firstborn, which, um, well, actually, it, well, no, actually, what happens is this: before the animal is born, it's part of the mother. Hi, bechor mikora havikazi agevima. Before the animal was born. It's part of the mother. If you had checked in the mother with the baby inside, you would have had a veal, you would have had a, a baby calf, it would have been fine. It's lay once it gives birth, it's kile. At the moment it gives birth, it's a firstborn, you can't use it. then you show it to the sage, Ishrile. Uh, so that's Mamishar case. It was Erev Yantuf, it was inside the mother, it was non muksa. It gave birth, it was muksa. And then you show it to the Chacham, and the Chacham says, oh, you're right, this, has a, this is born with a blemish, then it becomes non-muksa. So that's non-muksa, muksa, non-muksa. So you see that there is muksa for part of Shabbos. He says, no, not necessarily. That's not a proof. Maybe the case was the Yostiv Dayani Hasam. The judges were there, uh, the Mumcha was there when it was born. So they, they never, we, we were trying to learn that there were three stages, that it was okay, and then when it was born, it was not okay. And then we showed it to the mumcha and it became okay. No, the mumcha was there birthing the cow. And uh, the mumcha saw from the second it was born, this animal has got the blemish. So it never had a moment where it was forbidden. So this is not muksa for part of Shabbat. This was never muksa at all. It's a little bit of a what they would call a nukimta, that you had the mumcha there. Although I guess if you're a mumka, you're probably a pretty good veterinarian. You know, they might have called you to help with the animal. Right. If, you, if you knew the animals that well, you were probably very familiar <laughs> with... Uh, so they call them this animals. Sometimes animals get stuck. You know, they, you know it's not coming out. You know, you, they're tugging and it's, it's just not, you know... Uh, they, so what do you do? You don't do a C-section on an animal, you know. So, they, so they, they're tugging, they pull the animal out and the animal comes out blemished, right? So... Is there? Oh, yeah, we had some. Uh, yeah. Right, you have to have the surgeon nearby. Okay. So, but I, the, the, we're looking for a case where it was muksa half the time, and we were going to try to bring a proof from our case, and we're saying, no, maybe our case, the second it was born, it was blemished. And the, and the mumka was right there when it was born, and so, therefore, since that could be the case, it's not a proof. To bring a slam dunk proof that there's no muksa for half a Shabbos, it's no slam dunk proof because it could be the case was that he that the judges were sitting there. Yeah, yeah, that would undo the coin. Yeah, that wouldn't be our case. That, what I find interesting is it makes it sound like there was like the it, it, uh, that there was more than one to Yosef Dayani. Is that Dayani plural? Or singular, there's a judge there. I thought it was one mumcha. It sounded plural, but I think you only need one judge. It makes it sound like there's a whole basin sitting there. Like, what's the uh, what's the verdict here? Okay. 
Ikadiyamri, some people quote this a little bit different. Uh, Rashi, on the left side, about an inch and a half, it's a thick, narrow line. Uh, on the left side? Yeah. The low hooks of cloud. That's they saw. So why is it a they? I thought you only needed one mumcha. The, it, it sounds like there's a whole base in there. That's right. uh, that's and that. The art school translates a case in which the judges were sitting. Right. So that I don't know. I don't know how we got a whole bunch of judges here. I, until now, we talked about a mumcha, like one, and and a mumcha isn't really a judge. It's, I mean, he said they call him. A, a, he's called a judge for before Dayani, uh, uh, but okay. So Ikariyami, some people quote this little Omerle, ain't muksalka. He says no such thing as muksa for part of Shabbos, and I'll bring you a proof. that they all agree, Shim Nola that with the animal a firstborn is born with a blemish, that that's not considered muksa. Mikora, what do you mean it's not muksa? When the animal is born, it's the firstborn. So the Gemara said, Hachazi Agavimo. And uh, but when it was part of the mother, it was okay. Isyalale, the second it's born, itchile becomes no good. It's chazi lechacham. You show it now. All of a sudden, there's only one judge, right? Ishtri becomes mutter. So Amar Abayi, Tamer Safra, Kigon the Yasef Dayani Hasam. No, the basin was there, and it was uh, it was never it was permitted all all the, the whole time. So the bottom line is, we're back to our question, which is: Is there muksa for half a Shabbos? Yeah. So. Um, because uh, we can't prove it from the case of the Bechor, which is, that's why we brought this, because we thought we had the perfect case. And we're saying, no, since it could be that the uh, the basin was there when it was born, and from day one we knew it was going to be eligible to be shafted, therefore that's not the perfect case. Let's try another case. Tashma, ha'ochel banav, person's eating grapes. Vahosir, and he's got uh, more than enough. And so he's thinking, you know, I don't, I'm not going to be able to eat them. They'll go bad. Let me put them up on the roof in the sunlight. We'll have raisins. Or he's eating figs. So, um, I'm sorry, this isn't on Shabbos. This is before Shabbos. He, he's, so he puts them... Now, the rule is like this. When food is being processed, it's muksa. When it's up on the roof for drying, it doesn't have a Shabbos use because it hasn't fully been processed yet it, it's a uh, so low yochamahed so when it comes shabbos or yantuf a person shouldn't eat from what's on the roof being dried unless he goes up there and says oh this looks like it's ready and i'm going to use this on yantuf the kenatamotza the same thing would be with the parskaman and bakavushim ubishark all fruits it's the same thing so basically people dry their fruits on their roof uh and uh then they have dried fruit, but the fruits aren't really edible until they're fully dried. So when he goes up there, um, so uh, when he goes up there to the roof uh, to uh, check it out, so the uh, if he goes before Yantuf, so then it's fine. If he doesn't go, then it's not it's not good. So Hekidami, what's the case? If he saw it already, why does he have to say I'm going to use it? He saw it. And if, I'm sorry, not saw it, if the food is fit, it's fully dried out, so why does he have to say uh, uh, it should be, uh, he, he's going to use it? It's fully dried out. 
In, in other words, if the food is fully edible, what, what happened was, again, it was edible, then it gets put up to the roof, and while it's drying, it's not edible, and then it's been there a certain amount of time. So if it's there long enough that now it's fully edible as a dried fruit, so why does he have to go up and say, I'm going to take from it? And if it's not fully edible, if he goes and says, I'm going to eat from this, why does it help? It's still not edible. So maybe he doesn't know. He's not sure. Um, if a muksa that's dried out, uh, if the fruit is dried out, even if the owner doesn't know, it's acceptable. So you don't have to actually go up to the roof and, uh, and, and pre-do it. So what is our case where he needs to go up and, and select what the fruits he's going to eat? So the case is the chazit. What happened is the fruits uh, at first were fully dried out and he didn't, they were totally okay. And then it rained. Then it dried out again. So that was the case. Rashi brings here about the rain. Let's find the Rashi. Um, um, El Alav. Yeah. Um, I can't find the exact Rashi that I want, but that's the case here. Is that the fruits were dried and they were they were edible, and then it rained and became unedible, and now they dried again. So the question was, since for part of Shabbos they were wet and they were not edible, is there muksa for part of Shabbos? I of Kahana muksa shiavish ainabal mekimba mutter. I'm sorry, I read that. Um, the iamris ain muksa. If you're going to say that uh, if they were okay at the beginning of Shabbos, they're not muksa. Lamilahazmano. Why does he have to go look? And if you want to say there is muksa, ki in my havi. So if if then what does it help? So the Mora said, Losri uh, It's kind of edible. It's edible and it's not edible. Some people will eat it like that, and some people will not eat it like that. So Azmin, if he goes and says, you know what, we don't have anything else, we're gonna make the best of it. Golidaita. Then he shows that it's not muksa. Lo asmin, if he doesn't do it, lo golidaita. This case ended up not being a good fit for us. We thought maybe it was good and it became no good and then was good again. But then we said, um, uh, why would you have had to have selected? If, if At the end of the day, if food is edible, there's no problem. Basically, we're saying edible food is not muksa. So the case must be uh, the, the case that we end up having is that it was sort of edible. You have a, you have a, a third state. You have grapes, you have raisins, and then you have neither. Sort of semi-processed. Right, and that <laughs> depends on the individual. Some people will eat it and some people won't. So in order to take it out of the category that some people won't, he has to go up and say, oh, for my family, we like it like that. That's the... <laughs> Okay, we will stop here on the bottom line, still trying to figure out if there's muksa for half of Shabbos.